You're listening to Real Crime, the Movie Sleuth Podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> it's an it's a boys' night here tonight. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh yeah. It's all testosterone. Wieners all out. The time. Wieners out all night <laughs> here, man. Uh, yeah. This is episode ninety-five. A ninety-five. We're we were sans Chris. Yeah. We don't know. We lost him. We did. He's gone. <laughs> we don't know if he's gone forever. Is he forgotten though? That's the real completely. <laughs> I got here. I got here tonight, and I got the news. They're like Chris fell into a vortex somewhere, and I'm like, good. Didn't like He's the fucker anyway. Living in the sewers, taunting small children to get them to come in. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. It's his pop, new. It's his pop, new career pop, pop, path. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, so yeah, it's the Trevor and Scott show, I guess tonight. Kind of. It um, kind of is. But we have some is. wonderful, beautiful. We have sensual. the best. The best guests. Yeah. We could possibly get. Yes. Absolutely. Jeff and Dom are here again to hang out with yeah. us tonight. Hey, guys. You guys Hello. from Sellermans. Sellermans is yeah. back in the house. And before we go any further, um, we're, we're, we're uh, enjoying a wonderful bouquet. What is, what is this? Just, just tell us what this is. This is wonderful. Uh, this is Rasgar. So this is our 6% dry sparkling mead. Uh, and we use all fresh raspberries in this one. Uh, this batch is brand new. We just got finished kegging it uh, late last week, and it is now out in the market, so you could definitely be able to taste yeah. it at your favorite craft beer bar. Yeah. There's nothing it but wildflower honey and raspberries in it. That's it's it. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculously good. And, it's and you know, I'm not a huge, I mean, I'm not like an expert on mead, but I know the way mead's going. Like, this is refreshing. Like mead, mead's always—it's a tasty. It's tasty. It's nice, but this is very—it's sparkling. I mean, it's—I—I don't know how to say it. The it nice doesn't way. have the after that I'm used to. It's because uh, it's dry. On, yeah, that's, that's what you said. It's dry. Yeah, because yeah. I'm used to, to most meads have that kind of almost sickeningly sweet. At it's the, exactly at the, the back. word. Yep. And it's nice to to have that refreshing after yeah. instead of. A lot of people are scared scared of the uh, the term mead, you know, because yeah. they think high gravity. Mm-hmm. cloyingly sweet mm-hmm. uh, sort of special occasion beverage and yep. what we aim to do is to bring a little bit of sessionability to that yeah. so that people could sit down they could have a couple glasses and not worry about getting too drunk not being able to mm-hmm. drive home you know not being able to take care of your kids or whatever it is that people do in <laughs> <laughs> wait people take care of their kids now well right? i don't know nobody told me about this <laughs> it, it just makes it like for Two guys to sit there and, and say, man, this is actually drinkable and refreshing, like, helps so much of everything <laughs> for what we do because so many other people still are like, ooh, no, mead, it's that sweet stuff. You know I, what I, I mean? don't or mind like, mead every once in a while, yeah. but it's those small mead glasses worth of mead. Yes. Like the market's not really to... ready for it, you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. something that uh, in a sales role, which is mm-hmm. you know mostly where I'm focused, is I've been practicing... Um, this thing where if I'm in a store doing a sampling with, mm-hmm. with people that are just coming in, you know, picking yeah. up a six-pack of beer or whatever, I'll say, you know, for instance, with our Moscow Miel, which is a same framework, 6% sparkling dry mead with fresh ginger and fresh lime, modeled after a Moscow oh, Mule cocktail. amazing. I won't mention the word mead until about the third or fourth interaction because that's, that's people smart. get scared when you mm-hmm. say it. They're like, oh, no, I'm good, man. Like, we're trying to get I don't want that Norwegian Viking drink. You try right. to, <laughs> you're standing at the door, and sure enough, every time, you know, uh, hey, you want to try some mead and cider? And they go, ooh, and they no, go away. No, no, the sugar gives me a bad hangover. Every time that thing. With, with that flavor, that's... That's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. I am really surprised. I've started to just say free alcohol. 
and free then booze. They, and then they're like, oh, what do we got here? And then you get them. <laughs> hey, I got free booze for you, folks. Right. Yeah, I think. Well, I think what what you said, Jeff, was just that. It's, it's the gravity. I think when people hear the term mead, they're like, oh God, like you said, bad hangover. Oh yeah. I mean, and you know, historically, mead does pack a wallet, man. It's a oh, no yeah. joke. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Got, you got to be careful with it. Oftentimes uh, in those stores, people look at me like I just offered them a hit of LSD or something like. They that. always. I got <laughs> to drive. Try to shut down Maybe you should hours. start offering that first. Yeah. Right. Like, here's some acid. Yeah. Or you can have some mead. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So a lot going on tonight. Um, yeah, we're episode ninety five. Ninety five. We're here. Different. We lost Chris because I'm really and I'm really happy about that. Like I said, because <laughs> fuck him. Uh, right in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is gonna go weird, man. It's gonna be an interesting. Well, night. this is different. We gotta talk about our sponsors though before we. Really well, we already did. <laughs> well, our, uh, sitting right here. We do, no, we do have things, a though. couple of other guys. We gotta right. talk about the Flynn Institute of Arts. Oh man, dude! Great place. Great. Always changing what they have going on. I flew over there in my helicopter this past weekend um, and looked <laughs> it over, and it looks great. Definitely, you have to go. Go! Don't start laughing. Go! Come on, go! <laughs> yeah, my helicopter died, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to hoof it or yeah. or, or take the Prius. <laughs> um, and we got, of course, ProjectorScreen.com. Oh God! Yeah. If you haven't signed up yet, what's then- wrong with you? A lot, I assume. There's something wrong with people. Yep, yep. Get on it. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah, we got news. A lot of going on. Yeah, what's going on this week, man? So we got uh, the, the uh, Chiodo brothers have mm-hmm. announced that it sounds like we're going to get more Attack the Killer, or the Clowns from Outer Space. Killer, killer Clowns, clowns, killer clowns from Outer clowns. Space. Yes. Yes. Yeah, what? Sure. Nice. Yeah, they're finally double dipping into it. Um, potentially three more movies. Get out of here. Um, yeah. What? Yeah, they're like, now that it did so well, studios are like... Oh, clowns. Oh, clowns can do it. Oh, it's not a joke. Okay. Yeah, they're celebrating the 20th anniversary or something, yep. right? So they're yep. doing some expose anniver- yep. at one of the theme parks. Yeah. Yeah. Holy I, crap. I'd be excited to see that. I mean... Yeah, I think Universal's doing it for... Has it incorporated into their Halloween show. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. What? Yeah. 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 And they and the Universal stuff's kind of cool because they actually use really authentic makeup to the movies. So well, those clowns look nuts. They do. They do. Can you imagine? They look so. Can you imagine good. being well blitzed and walking through Universal and having them come after you? I actually have been well blitzed at Universal. Most I forgot. I forgot riding the. We actually rode the Aerosmith coaster, and I oh, don't wow. remember you it. You don't remember that? I, they're like, yeah, we rode the Aerosmith coaster. I'm like, I what? What? we found the one bar at universal studios and doubled up on gin and tonics the entire day and it was just one of those days where it started to rain and all that fun stuff happened and none of it mattered right right (laughs) none of it mattered so i have done that before i i i actually my big drunk moment in amusement park was writing it's a small world after all oh god and not remembering it you're better like, off, man. That's a, that, Speaking of acid, well, holy the, the, crap. The bad dude. part was that the song still managed to be stuck in my head for the next week. Well, that'll so, happen sober or drunk. It don't it matter. Horrible. It, it sticks, was it's, 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 it's ridiculous. So, all right, what else we got in the news? We got Brett Cullen got cast as Thomas Wayne in the new uh, Batman movie. Oh, wow. Who's yeah. Brett Cullen? Or in the Joker, sorry. The new... Oh, the Joker, yeah. yeah. yeah Joker? Yeah, yeah. The one that I'm... I don't, I don't know about you guys. Are you guys... 
excited for this. I mean, Joaquin Phoenix is looking pretty solid. I've, I've seen, seen a couple of him. shots. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he looks like uh, Javier Bardem from No Country for Old Men. In that, uh, you that sold released. me on it. That's yeah. yeah. That's all so, you had to say. <clears throat> yeah, I'm in. But he I'm is in. no Javier Bardem. No. Where, where no. does he work? <laughs> where does he work? Where does he work? That's not oh, <laughs> no, no Country for Old Men. Oh. We got the Mary Poppins ta- trailer dropped yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw that. No, no not yet. Mary, Mary it Poppins. It was insane for the, the new Mary, Mo- Mary Poppins Returns. It returns this December. It's, uh, they're going all out on it. They're bringing back 2D animation for it. Like, they're doing a whole bunch. Like, the costumes look ridiculous. It's got Lin-Manuel Miranda as the main adult co-star. But they, the one that it Dick also Van Dyke has, played? Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's actually a different character. It's not. He's not playing Bert. He's ah. playing somebody else. Okay. But Dick Van Dyke is also in the movie as a bank manager, and they give you a little tease that we are going to get a, a Dick Van Dyke dance sequence. Oh, in the movie. So I'm like, all right, I'm in. Like yeah. that was all it took. Um, and then this morning, the big Captain Marvel trailer dropped. Woo! Saw oh, that. Oh. It's looking solid. What do you guys think? It looks pretty good. Um, I don't know. I'm I, I'm looking for more because I am like totally drank the MCU Kool Aid at this point. Oh yeah. I oh, am yeah. just trying to get to the conclusion of Infinity War right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of wishes, and it's looking with this trailer that none of them are going to really come true. But <laughs> I gotta say, the whole Kree Skrull War might come into play, and that might. I be think a lot I of think fun. we're gonna we'll get see. a lot of stuff that a lot of us didn't expect. And that's the thing is, uh, you know. You have to trust that that the people behind this have planned this out because they, in yeah. March you've got Captain Marvel, yep. in May you've got the conclusion of Infinity War, yep. and then we already know what the uh, the title is of the new Spider Man movie that comes Home in Co- in July, yep. right? Yep. Uh, which is what far far from, from home. home, right? Yep. So um, a lot of things can happen, and I have a uh, I have a feeling that it's going to change what everybody's chattering about on the internet. Yeah. Well, Just I'm loving sixty I'm, days before the conclusion. I'm comes loving out. what's happening. Like the the little snippets we're getting from the set of of four, mm-hmm. of who's showing up for some of the reshoots. Yeah, I mean we're getting some of the big players are back on set. Um, uh, Hawkeye is definitely there. Okay, he's been tweeting pictures and, nice. and having a blast. Jeremy Renner. Right. Jeremy Renner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sam Jackson's been on set. Colby Colby Smolder's been on set. Oh, okay, good. So yeah, we're definitely getting them. They're both also going to be in uh, the new Spider Man. Okay. So we're going to be getting a little bit of Spider Man Nick Fury action. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be a massive one. And then I. And do any of you guys have the AMC A list? No program going. Mm-mm. It's amazing. It's like twenty dollars a month. You get to go to I think two movies a week, three movies a week. Uh, Where'd you get that answer from? I got it from the air. Okay, mm-hmm. I just pulled it from the air. Summoned <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's a strong. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Chris does appear. Oh, we yeah. have a member that is stuck in the soul realm, but just for one week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they have now teamed up with Fandango, and I can't remember the other company that they teamed up with. Adam. The Adam Tickets. So you're now going to be able to do your, your AMC A-list tickets through those apps without having to pay any of the fees or any of that kind of stuff. So it's going to make it a little bit simpler for yeah. for people to go to the movies. Interesting. That's going to be awesome. Nice. Very awesome. cool. Yeah. Uh, what about new releases this week? 
What do we got? That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a house with a clock in its walls is coming out. The new Jack Black. Yeah. Movie that's looking spectacularly fun. Did uh, Eli Roth direct that? Yes, he yeah. did. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah I probably pay attention to that. He's he's it, always solid. It, yep. He is. He is. And Jack Black has actually been good for the last like five years now. Like all of a sudden yeah. he's not. I can't deal with him. He's not like Jack Black anymore. I was I gonna say it's changed him. though. It's not really like that anymore. Yeah, he's not that over the top crazy guy anymore. He's now actually an actor. I yeah. enjoyed him on Mr. Show. That's what. I, that's how far back I go with him. Like Mr. Show. Yeah, yeah. It's like the '90s stuff. I mean, yeah, it, the it, Jackal. Yeah, I. I mean, that's my thing with him. But yeah, now. But if you guys are saying that he's different now, maybe he I should. He's he's uh, the new Jumanji. He was spectacularly good in that. Yeah. Uh, he was great in uh, the Goosebumps movie. Okay. Um, yeah. No, it's this one's definitely, I think, going to be worth a look. All right. Uh, we have Assassination Nation, mm-hmm. which I have, I actually I hate to admit it, but I know very little about it. So we'll move on. <laughs> uh, and then we have Fahrenheit 11 9, uh, Michael Moore's new movie. Yeah. Okay. That's going to, that, it's, man. You guys from what I'm hearing, it, I think before we lost no, it, I'm actually going to see it tomorrow night. I think okay. before we yeah. lost Chris, Chris said he saw it. Chris went to the American premiere of the movie. Oh. So he actually got to do the full press thing. Michael Moore was there answering questions the whole nine. Yes. So, yeah, no, we got to be all fancy, and he even had a a spot in the question line and everything. So that's why he's not here. He's all celebrity now. He doesn't even need this. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, today he interviewed (laughs) Mario Van Peebles. Oh, right. I mean, come on. He doesn't need us anymore. (laughs) We're, We're... we're small potatoes yeah, yeah, for Chris. It's just, it's just all red carpet work for Chris now. Yeah, all exactly. Done. It's all over with. Chris is off the TMZ, folks. Oh, ooh. <laughs> man, oh, man. Anything else that's coming out this week, Trevor? No, that is the end of it. Good. So now we go move on to suggestion. Yeah, yeah suggestion viewing. Um, Trevor, what do you got? Man? Yeah, I'm going to go Iron Fist Season 2. I was really pleasantly surprised by it. Season 1 was definitely the weakest of all of Netflix's Marvel shows. Definitely. And this one, they really kind of embraced what the character was, gave him a better bad guy, mm-hmm. um, fixed the pacing of the series so it's not so dragging. Yeah. Um, and the fight choreography actually looks like martial arts now instead of two guys that have no idea what they're doing trying to beat each other up. Um, vast improvement, much better show. And you even get a few glimpses of the, the iconic costume, so it's kind of cool. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he has the full headscarf and the whole thing. It's it's pretty cool. Your turn. Dom. Dom. So, I, uh, Hereditary surprised me pretty pleasantly. Yeah. I, I, there yeah. was enough, like, I hate when there's a little bit of buzz or anything, but, like, went into it just mm-hmm. not actually not knowing anything because that was the best part about it. All the synopses on everything said uh, a old lady dies and her family starts uncovering secrets. And I'm like, what the fuck could that mean? And that so could like be anything. Yeah. And then it just starts unraveling in this yeah. crazy shit. And like one, I, I really didn't expect pretty much anything, which was cool. Didn't, didn't put it together yeah. until the end of exactly That's what was going nice. on. And I love that. yeah. That's the way to watch movies though, man. It, 
completely. Yeah, no, there's, it's so easy to front load the hell out of yourself now before mm -hmm. you walk into the theater. So much. And mm -hmm. I mean, I, I love doing that with just about every film. Like, you know, and I get to the theater when I can these days. And when I do get there, you know, it's something that I really, really am excited to see. Mm -hmm. Maybe because just one, it only takes a little thing for me to trigger and go, okay, I got to go see that, right? right? And then I won't go any further than that. I won't go on IMDb. I won't read anything on Wikipedia. I won't do anything like that. I won't read any message boards. I'll just go in there cold. Yeah. The trailer. I, I try to. The I'm trailer like the didn't even I'll give do. it away. No, the trailer did nothing for it. Mm -hmm. Nothing. It was great. And like I do the same thing. I'm like, the most I'll read in a review is the end, where they say whether I should or shouldn't see it. If they're like, this movie's crap, I'll be like, okay, cool, I'll go see it. If they say it's great, I'll be like, eh, I'll wait for DVD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. How about you, Jeff? Um, so I wanted to address a couple things. I did see Predator last night, and oh. you know. Uh, so you're the guy. Hey. <laughs> if Actually, it, it, it was it didn't really solid box office. So. You know what? I didn't really want. I don't really want to give too much, obviously, because it's new to theaters, and that fan base is very, very, very loyal to that movie. So I don't want to like say anything negative, say anything positive. Just oh, say whatever you want. Say go, whatever. Go you see want. it in the theater. Uh, I had fun enough. The one thing I will say is that when it ended, it had appeared that it, they're taking it in a direction that nobody would ever guess, and I think it's kind of interesting. Um, so That's always a nice change. Yeah, uh, definitely a huge surprise at the very end, and, you know, could be cool. Yeah. Um, so, But is it Shane Black's new Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Oh, jeez. It's... Uh, <laughs> it was a lot of it was a lot of stuff. I could go, I could go on, but I, I'd rather talk about. I listened to your guys's movies that rock episode, and I was a little sad that I didn't hear about Rockstar uh, from yeah, yeah, like the early two yeah, thousands yeah. with Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg can do no wrong. Um, I I beg to differ. Have you seen Transformers the last night? Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> All right. And also, I hear the happening yeah. was really bad, but I didn't see that. Oh, one. the happening was the happening was phenomenally terrible. Yep. Yeah. And do then, you really um, think? I'm sorry, Jeff. Do you, okay. do you really think so? Do you really think I, it was that bad? I am not an M Night Shyamalan fan. Okay. So for me, basically ninety percent of his movies are boring. Signs is the only one of his movies where I was like that. The Village was, was great. The Village, I figured out 20 minutes into the movie. See, I'm stupid. Really? I didn't. And I didn't either. Yeah, I, I figured didn't. out 20 minutes in. And I really I was... I figured out um, Sixth Sense from the trailers. So I didn't do that either. I just, like, I, I just went for the ride. Yeah, I figured That's Sixth how Sense I tried out to watch first that. 30 I went for the ride. Mm -hmm. Well, no, it was funny. One of my coworkers came in and was like... And this is back before everybody had the internet. And they, he came in and he's like, have you seen that trailer for... for the Sixth Sense. I'm like, yeah, the one where Bruce Willis is the dead guy. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> what a dick. And they're like, why do you say he's the dead guy? And I'm like, it's obvious. The kid sees dead people, and and he's in the rest. Of okay, you're Unbreakable right. Unbreakable right. is Unbreak interesting. Unbreakable. Science is, is the shit. I mean, with you, science is amazing. I science was ridiculous. Unbreakable is the possibly happening. The happening, and we'll we'll close this out here really quick. Yeah. The happening to me, you know, yeah, it had its flaws, it, no doubt. But there were some very interesting, disturbing things that you got you were witness to in that film. I mean, it really kind of was like, holy crap, I didn't expect to see that. Uh, it was, you know... Like, For me, that movie is supposed to be in the same category as Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. That's not, so that's comes, not true. I'm saying it's supposed, <laughs> it's supposed to, be. to be. But yeah, that's... yeah. Horseshit. So it comes down to, would I rather waste my time watching The Happening, or would I rather watch Jacob's Ladder? What about Jacob's The Visit? 
Hmm? What about the visit? I thought that was awesome. Yeah, I love that. I don't wait, even wait. The know visit it. is that the, that's the newest one, isn't that's it? That's the the not the it's the second newest, but yeah. the one where they go and visit their grandparents. Yeah, oh, dude, that's phenomenal. It's no, no, amazing. I avo- I, I, I'm at Watch a point now movie. where I actually actively avoid his movies. Watch uh, that. No, movie. you, you man, that, that movie's no. that's a good one. That yeah. movie is, and there's some again with 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 M Night Shyamalan with him. Like that movie has the same type. Some of that stuff, some of the things that happen, they're just punch you right in the gut. Man. Yep, it is brutal. I'm waiting. Um, I'm. I have to admit, I am desperately waiting for Glass. Yeah, like Glass. I sure. So for. I just found out that Split was the second in the Unbreakable. It's supposed to be a trilogy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and I'm and guessing Split's what fantastic. You think about Split. I haven't seen it. Split, Split's great. You'd watch both of those. Yeah, movies. I know. Yeah. I do. I know. Mm-hmm. I do. I just. I, I kind of have the people I dedicate my time to, like director wise. And he fell off the list. He's not mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. The visit, so, the visit is fantastic. So it's yep. a really good movie. It, it, when they are when they're on Netflix, they will get watched. But I'm not. I don't think I'm going to seek them. Back All to right. Je- back to Jeff here. Sorry, man. Oh, 1986 we'll, Trick or Treat. Uh, yeah, not to be confused with Trick or Treat. That's all I want to say. If you don't know that one, 1986 Trick or Treat, heavy metal horror flick. Now, what happened Amazing. with that show though? And I think we said at the end of the show, in response to your comments, Jeff. Mm. Um, I think we did say that that we we totally ran out of time. We were we were so excited about oh. that. We were having so much fun. So I think we at the end of the show we did talk about that where we said we're going to have to come back to like we're doing tonight. Right. Like we're we're going to have to come back to this and revisit this topic. We could do three more. Yeah, we could have done. Yeah. More. So we'll probably end up. <laughs> we'll hit those. We promise. We're yeah. sorry, Jeff. Oh, we that's will. All right. We will get to Rockstar. Maybe we'll do a, a Mark Wahlberg show. Oh. oh. It'll be short. Oh. And we'll, uh, we'll... very short. <laughs> <laughs> so. Going on, going on that thread, um, as I just mentioned a second ago, we are doing a rollback, as we promised yes. from our last show with Jeff and Dom. Uh, we were talking about Friday the Thirteenth, the yeah. entire franchise the masterpieces, and we and we just got our asses handed to us on that last show. We ran out of time, so we promised we'd come back and finish this thing off, yep. see this to the end, and we're going to do that. We're going to see this thing to the end, come hell or high water tonight. Um, so I guess let's just dive in with this thing, right? Yeah. Um, the last one, well, the the first one that, well, this is the one we, where we stopped off at was the New Blood, nineteen eighty eight. That's where you. That's where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, part seven. Part seven. Thank you yep. very much. Um, I'm just going to start this off by yeah. saying my my personal, you know, and I I have all my notes from this thing, but appearance wise, Jason, um, to me was if not his most gruesome looking in this film. Um, Oh, yeah. Obviously, the fucker's been underwater for years. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Waterlog really, Jason is a great. Jason. Yeah, I think they did a really good job and and like you know making him look like what he would look like if he was stuck, you know, chained underwater for twenty years, literally twenty years. Yeah. So that's a big, you know, a big plus for that film to get things going. Uh, what about you guys? I mean, just this, this, we're just going to throw ideas in here and just get it going here, I guess. High body count, right? So yeah, it yeah. to oh, that ridiculous. So body sort of count. four, five, six, seven, eight. It like, starts going yeah. up. They just start killing people just to kill people. You know, I think that some of these movies they just went back and did reshoots just to add more kills into it for no reason. <laughs> uh, which it's is entirely fun. possible. I mean, I, I, I would love to get a hold of the scripts for these yeah. just to see how much of this was originally written. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Lomax without a mustache, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's the the evil doctor that wants to exploit the girl with the uh, the e- ESP. Yes, I was gonna say the telepathy aspect. Yeah. I don't know yeah. where that really fits into it or who wrote it in, but you know, yeah. the uh, people who saw Firestarter and were like, you know, that's that what might I thought too, right? That's yeah. the only possible explanation that's, for that. Because that, it, it, I I'm pretty sure it's within a year or two of each other, mm-hmm. and they had to have. What year was this, Jeff? 
Is that a fire starter was like 87? And so Firestarter, was yeah, they were the same same year, 87, 88, yeah. something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were talking about the, the high body count. I mean, uh, the New Blood has one of my all-time favorite kills. I think for a lot of people too, because they they do they do callbacks to it later in the, in the franchise. It's the sleeping bag kill. Oh yeah, oh, that's mm, yes, fucking yes. hard to watch. There's an alternate the take on that one that's really cool. Yeah, you can oh, definitely oh. YouTube where he instead of hitting her once and then they show her face is all mashed in or whatever, he hits her like five, six, seven yeah. times on the tree until the yellow sleeping bag becomes a red sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, MPAA yeah. obviously didn't like that, but, you know, it was uh, interesting. What's funny to me about that is that it still didn't really show anything. It was just, that's too much blood. Right. Exactly. Yeah. There was st- Well, there was still just a little, I mean, it, it was obviously brutal. Um, oh, yeah. Hit you right a- in the gut again. But, yeah, you didn't, they could have really gored that up really bad. It really easily. Yeah. Um, but that, that you just get the, and that, I think that's what really got me was just the sleep. You just watch it. I mean, anything like that. We, I think we've all had to do something like that. Well, maybe we haven't. I don't. Maybe I'm asking too much here, but just something like that, where, fuck it. That's just. I, no, it's, no, no, we didn't. Never mind. I, it, just, it just really. I was like, wow, that's really messed up. It's Kane Hodder back as Jason. Yeah. Yep. So uh, his first his first appearance yeah. as Jason. Yeah. yeah that, was, part seven. was that his first? Was it that was his, his first, first appearance? One. Yeah. C J Graham was the name of the guy that played it in six, and then so he did seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah. And then yes. they moved on to, I can't remember who replaced Totter. Ken Kersinger played him in Freddy vs. Jason, and then uh, Derek Lurky. Mears. And, uh, just, in the remake? Yeah. yeah, I think they're all wrestlers. They are. For some reason, they are they're now. all just WWF I thought guys. Tyler Maine was, was one of Michael them. Michael Myers. Was, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was Mike Myers. Yeah. Oh, dude, don't cross the streams. We can't be perfect all the time. <laughs> so I think we discussed in the first episode that there is a significant level of kind of hokiness that's always yeah. sort of inherently there with this, this series. It makes mm-hmm. it fun. Um, you know, it breaks up. Uh, anyways, when I saw him when I was a youngster, like, I was terrified. I would go camping with my folks, so the, all the imagery with the fog and the, you know, the woods and stuff. It was that all familiar the shit out of me. Seven on is just... It's, it's pure, I, I, it's pure camp yeah. violence. Yeah. Well, the, the, the comedic the elements, it's definitely there. I think it's a bit more subdued. It's a little more subdued in this film yeah. from the last one. Uh, but there is the comedic element in there. You know, and that's where we, I think where we may have ended on the last show. I don't remember and I don't listen to these shows. I can't listen to myself talk. You um, can't. But I think that we were noticing there was this, this, this comedic element that was floating in a lot like mm-hmm. what happened with Freddie. Right. Um, and Jason... Mm-hmm. Was starting to become this also uh, yeah. this caricature caricature uh, upon himself. Um, we see that here, uh, and there's just I, again I think there's just this comedic element that kind of just floats through the whole film too. Yeah. Well, Dom and I were discussing on the way here that you know there isn't another franchise that has that many entries, right? Especially at, in that year, there wasn't anybody that had seven entries. So no. you got to wonder what the studios were thinking. They're like, man, we're gonna have to fucking kill this thing off. We're not going to be able to make. We're not going to be able to squeeze anything else out of yeah, this what, turd what else at this can we point, right? Can do yeah. With this. So I it's wonder, just bodies. right? Yeah. And I wonder how much they were just trying to throw shit at the wall and see if I'm, the I'm sure that's I'm sure that's sticks, 80, 90 percent you know? of it that they're yeah. just like telekinetic kid did good. Let's throw that in there. Well, um, she was from either Knott's Landing or or Dallas or a show that was big yeah. then. Yeah. Of course, Bernie Lomax, uh, Terry Crews, who's mm-hmm. in Weekend at Bernie's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they, they definitely had a couple familiar faces in there. They and, did because they needed something to 
say yeah. that they were trying anything. But I mean, what's what's still funny to think about is how well these still did in the in the bo- box office numbers. Killed it. Wise. They killed it. I mean, it didn't matter what they did; it succeeded. Yeah. Like you they, throw that hockey mask on any poster or in any you know trailer commercial, and it seemed like people it, would. Rush it worked. Out. I know it worked for me. Yeah. Like I was at the right age when those were coming out, and oh yeah. Well, and, and just that, like you just said, Jeff. I mean, this at this point. Even in in '88, I mean, the hockey mask was just so iconic at this point. Oh yeah, you had a whole cult behind this. There was a there was a built in audience for these films. That's why they did so well. Because mm-hmm. yeah, even I, I knew that when I was younger. Oh boy, another oh boy, another Friday the Thirteenth. Well, this is going to probably be ridiculous, but let's go see it because it's just it's Blood scripture. You have right. to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the job. You got to go yeah. see it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Blood and boobs. <laughs> that, that that was all that was necessary. Yeah. Yeah. So, Probably the weakest the uh, demise of Jason, I would say. The storyline, again, mm-hmm. with the, the telepathy. Um, and then her father, who's a drunk, who beats the wife, or the mom. Yeah. Then he kind of comes out of the lake and takes him down into the lake. I thought that was pretty weak, but it was, all in all. It was such a throwback to right. that, that first death mm-hmm. of Jason coming out of the water. I noted, I noted yeah. that. I just put that. I simply put that, and the ending was stupid. Ending <laughs> Actually, was what dumb. am I thinking? We have part eight next, and I'm calling this one the Let's week. move on to yeah. that. <laughs> well, yeah, let's move on to that, because I don't want to yeah. run out of time this time. Yeah, let's so, do yeah, it. Uh, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan. Holy the masterpiece of the series. Fuck. The, Nine minutes the, of screen time in New York, right? Something like that. Like, something really short. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's literally, it, the most of the movie is oh, the trip. Right. So, Friday the 13th takes place, uh, like, around, like, New Jersey, right? That's, yeah. yeah. So, what, uh, geographically, how the fuck does that boat at the beginning get you know to to long island or whatever i don't i just i just couldn't make sense of it but it didn't again make sense. It, it, but it you didn't don't matter. need to high body count nope. you know death uh, by flying v man oh so cool awesome yeah. that was no, one of my favorite kills of the whole yeah. series man there's no recap at the beginning like oh, the that's others that's true there's no recap because they didn't care by this point. At this point <laughs> like, it didn't matter they're like you and the people that are seeing this have seen them all you well, they don't have need that uh, that narration at the beginning that was like only thirty seconds long, where the guy's like, "The night is dark," and you know, like it just didn't make any sense whatsoever. That was a little hokey, uh, but strong opening scene after that uh, yeah. with the the folks that were getting laid in the boat. Yeah, um, I thought his resurrection in that one was maybe one of my favorites. It yeah. was cool. it's one of the better ones. Yeah, I mean, it's it, reanimated. It's no... It's no Corey Feldman, but yeah, oh, I loved how wet he was in that whole movie. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know, know why means, he was. Why was he constantly dripping? Wet. The entire it looked movie like a Scooby Doo villain. <laughs> He's still waterlogged <laughs> from part seven. <laughs> I, I have this, Jeff. You're like, where is you know where are they sailing from? This my first note on here is where the hell are they sailing from? That there's so many mountains, and then they're gonna end up in fucking Manhattan. Yeah, and like so, uh, we talked continuity last time, though it doesn't really matter. And it was like, what is Jason is been underwater no twenty years? Like who knows twenty years? <laughs> right. Like maybe. Now, as we said, um, nine minutes of screen time in Manhattan. Yeah. And we this title is, it like this. This is the Friday the Thirteenth road trip movie. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> yeah. However, what we're doing, and uh, when I mentioned earlier, you know, a little bit earlier here, like you know, a character onto himself. I mean, this is where we're taking this character and let's juxtapose him to some scene that he don't belong in, 
right? No, that was the entire purpose. That was the idea of this. And this is what, you know, I remember seeing the trailers for this movie and, you know, you're seeing these badass people in Manhattan and then here comes Jason and they're all just getting their asses kicked by this dude. It's I, like, I, I remember the trailers were so deceiving for this one. Yeah. Do you remember trailer... the teaser? Dun, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. And he's like, on the dock, and he sees the like goalie, and he kind of cocks his head yep. over. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Isn't it fascinating that when the first movie came out, Sean Cunningham was like, "I don't even know what this is going to be, but we're just going to put this on the poster." Uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the most terrifying movie you've ever seen. Yep. And they didn't even know what they were doing with this one. I am totally convinced that they were just like, "What if Jason sees a hockey player?" And how ironic is that? And that's like the premise for the whole movie. The, yeah. The whole Manhattan thing is built built around just that. I, I remember being in a theater, seeing that teaser, and jumping out of my seat excited. And I look back, I'm like, why? Yeah. Why was I so excited by this <laughs> point? Yeah. Like, by this point, I should have known. But I didn't care. It was just like the other horror franchises at the time. The minute that they said that it was coming out, I was like marking it on my calendar. Mom, yeah. I won't be home. You know, I think this is the first one, in a, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but Jason Takes Manhattan is the first time we see cocaine introduced into this franchise also. No. Is it? Am I wrong? No. Uh, the back of the van. Oh, no. Part five. Yeah. Part, oh, shit. You're right. Part three, oh, yeah, they were smoking totally weed, right. but part five, the... The, the back of the van, the, the punk rockers. Weren't they doing coke on the one, You're right. on the one woman's tits? I... Don't that's a great soundbite. That. That's that's isolated. Yeah. That was beautiful. <laughs> but I do remember uh, we'll in use part that five, later. <laughs> uh, Billy, the 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 ambulance, the EMS guy, yeah. uh, picking up Lana, the the diner worker, and uh, he does coke, and then he gets you're right hit with an axe. Yeah. That's part five. You're right. Sorry, but, yeah. but no, there is some coke in this one. There's some coke in this one. Yeah. I thought that was now pretty cool. constant Scott's marijuana. <laughs> what? Now we know where Scott's head is at. <laughs> well, you know. The I, 80s affected us all differently. They, I just love, I mean, it, it, my, I mean, I don't think this is a, you said it's a masterpiece. I think you're saying that ironically. Oh, absolutely. Please, you're saying that ironically. Absolutely. Um, but it was fun to watch. Oh, it was I mean, Like all these, I mean, whatever whatever drawbacks we were going to point out from this point on, I know we're all saying that from a place of love. Oh, absolutely. Um, all these films have some great stuff. Um, but yeah, Jason Takes Manhattan, the idea was in, Somebody said that a minute ago, like just taking ideas and throwing them on the wall, like just see what's going to stick here, right? Uh, I think this was one of those. Oh, true it was absolutely. It was absolutely one of those where people are like, "What do we do to take Jason out of his element?" Yeah. How do we make it different than the other ones? And isn't there one, the, the one where they have the radio going? He just comes by and just kicks the radio through. You know, oh, all these, that's a great. It's a great scene. scene. Mm-hmm. He's like walking down Forty Second or something. These punks are like listening to the radio. Yeah. What's and he kicks it, and they're like, "You're dead, slime bag!" And he just lifts his mask up. That's another kind of fucking awesome moment where he's kind of has this humane. That's what he's, yeah, I wrote here. He starts reacting sort of humanly more and more, and like he's got these weird emotions that they're putting in instead mm-hmm. of just dead set killer. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting, man. Uh, the whole storyline with the main character, I had trouble with how her uncle or her her guardian, Dude. you know, was trying to teach her how to swim and by throwing her in the lake and then Jason would grab her while she's in the lake and then that kind of brought to the end of the movie where they flood the sewer and yeah. he gets flood flooded with toxic sludge and then all of a sudden he's a little boy again it's like oh, holy that shit ridiculous. that was the worst <laughs> yeah that's the, probably my the worst ending in the series yeah, yeah definitely worse than seven for sure 
they inject her with like the like neon heroin and then like she's oh, yeah. supposed to be on heroin and then she's like running around and like trying to do stuff and like i have a bunch of notes about what she's doing while she's on heroin and it's <laughs> supposed to be like they drugged her but she's just fine the rest of the movie yeah, her, first minutes minutes later, her first hit of heroin like, and she's okay and yeah. she's like running through the fucking streets at full speed and like everything about it it, it was it was clearly a say no to drugs moment right like well they, we're smack dab in the middle of that whole yeah, war on yeah. drugs too oh yeah, yeah. definitely so, yeah yeah that that, 80, that where was, they that felt was the need that if they're gonna show something slightly positive about drugs that they need to then go completely over the top stupid yeah and but that ending though i mean even as ridiculous as it was that does bring back this humanity thing you guys were talking about too i think at this point a lot of people forgot where jason came from yeah, what he right. once was, what that he, he was, was. The, the, the he was an innocent child. kid in the you know, that drowned. Yeah. yeah, he you know he was an innocent child. He he you know he didn't he was innocent in this whole thing, um, and well as we know this has kind of gone on for many years now. Um, but that I does kind of innocent part ended pretty quick. But that but that that ending scene the the final scene in, in Jason takes Manhattan does remind you of that I think too mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. there there still is that child and that's it, it is a child still essentially. Mm-hmm. It's a hulking brute running around doing all this horrible stuff, but the mind is still a child. I think. Yeah, Absolutely, definitely. So it's an interesting, you know, interesting idea in that. So, all right, let's move it along here to. Oh boy, we get we get a four year break. First is the biggest break, right? Yeah, uh, I think it is. Biggest, yeah. That's break because it changed up studios until this time. Yeah, yeah. It changed studios. That's right. Um, so Paramount to New Line, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, where we we get Jason goes to hell, the final Friday. I'm gonna let you guys go on this one. No, I've got some shit to say. For well, sure. no, I I, I, love, I love this games. movie. Really? I don't love it as a Friday the Thirteenth movie. I think it's a fun standalone. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, th- you know, seven and eight. I feel like if you're going to sort of um, get away from the the normal, just okay, we're camping, we're getting murdered, mm-hmm. and boom, we kill the murderer, like. They really went for it, and I mean, no uh, Adam that. Marcus, uh, I think was the he was a young director at the time. I want to say that was his name, but um, he, I mean, man, the the shape shifting thing I thought was really cool. Um, you well, know, it was more of a it was more an element of possession. I think that's what the I mean, yeah, he, he there was this oh, yeah, physical sorry, element. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I know what you're saying, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I noted here too, and we we mentioned like with the new blood, there was this element of like the, the ESP thing that mm-hmm. was introduced to the franchise, and now what we get in uh, Jason Goes to Hell is this element of possession. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. Um, yeah, the the whole mythology between like pure evil and how there's this thing living inside of Jason that comes out, and they threw a lot of stuff at the wall, and it none of it really worked. But I think as a standalone, just kind of bastardizing that mythology i don't find it to be too terribly unsuccessful to be honest i know that the actors were pretty rough the performances were pretty terrible um you're being generous yeah it was (laughs) it was it was definitely rough around the edges but uh gore wise they really stepped it up oh they took it up bodies melting here and it went to the house that freddie built you know, right? Yeah, and so now you you've got the the same guys that were like, we can do meatball people, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going, we can do Jason. Yeah. Let's I mean, do, do you Jason. remember what horror was doing in 1993, 94? Like, there was just fucking nothing going on. Oh, it was dead. It was nothing. quiet. I was gonna horror say, was yeah. dead as dead for like a four-year span. Yeah. And I remember when the trailer came out, I went and saw it in the theater. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I had fun with it, um, but... As a like a massive fan of the franchise, I had let go of continuity and let go of mm-hmm. any remaining story, you know, that might have still come out of this. Whole oh, absolutely. Thing. Well, by this point, that what you're saying, Jeff, was was right on. Like we, when it came to films like this, we weren't expecting a fucking masterpiece. Okay, yeah. we just wanted to have a good time. Yeah, and Boobs we said and that blood. we've said that a million times on this show when it comes to you know Friday the Thirteenth and films of that sort. Like, I'm not coming into this thing expecting a whole lot. Right. No. But I want to have a good time. Yeah. You know, I want to laugh a little bit. I want to cringe a little bit. I want to. I want to go. Ee! I want to do all kinds of stuff. Right. Yeah. But I don't want to leave that going. Oh my god, what a wonderful plot line that was! Oh my god, what a amazing story. Or worse, yeah, or worse, walking out going, that was boring. Right. Yeah. That's what they didn't want. Yeah. yeah. I mean that w- that was the big concern. You're supposed to walk away from one of these films with a, you know with your senses overloaded to a yeah. certain degree. Yeah. Um, and none of the not one of these films on this list from the, even from the last show ever disappointed in that aspect. No, they were all. Yeah. Endlessly entertaining. I mean, to the point where those of us that grew up with it still religiously watch them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don, all the time. Don, I'm sorry. Yeah. Were you trying to... No, I was just looking at a 1993 list here because I was trying to think of anything else. The first Leprechaun came out and Kronos. That was it in 93. Yeah, the first so... Leprechaun. The first and Leprechaun. And the first Leprechaun. Kronos, really... Kronos was spectacular. Totally. Yeah. And, but... and, and then, obviously, the first Leprechaun, like... It started something. It started a thing, but it was pretty sure. PG thirteen, pretty boring. It, that mm-hmm. was wasn't that, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. So the the final Friday, yeah, as I mentioned myself here, we talk about there's a there's this possession element introduced into the film, um, which, as you said, Jeff, that really threw me for a loop. Uh, even the first time I saw it, I'm like, okay, now all of a sudden he's this, he's a specter. You know, obviously there's this, like you were saying, there's this thing inside of him that goes from body to body. So we do get to see, you know, it makes things really ex- you know, interesting because you have all these different people running around and there's this element of paranoia also. Um, the Duke, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> great character in the film. Oh yeah. Um, he knows he's the only person on the planet that knows the secret to Jason, and now and then we get into this this crazy freaking mythology of Jason, uh, and that you know he cannot be killed. You can't kill him unless you're a family member. I think that's what the mythology was. Yeah, was, it was yeah. where you only only a relative of Jason Voorhees can kill. And him. that was such a new line thing at that period. Okay, because if you remember correctly, the the Nightmare on Elm Street that came out similarly era wise. Oh yeah, ninety yeah. one. Freddy's dead. Freddie uh, Zed had the same thing. It's like the sister, the daughter, or something yep. like that. Yeah. And then yeah. they then they did the one where Freddie's the the actual boogeyman, mm-hmm. and uh, that and then he just changes form over the yeah. decades mm-hmm. or millennia. Yeah. And but every time that there's one of these scary things out there, it's it's the same entity. Yeah. I mean, but you have this element of paranoia through the whole film. Yeah. Um, the Duke is in, injecting that, saying you can't trust anybody. You have to kill mm-hmm. everybody that comes in this house. Everybody has to die. You don't know who he, you know, who he is possessed. Let's just right. say. Um, so yeah, that that made the, it, it, that made it interesting. 
They had they hit the mark as far as high body count. Um, there were a couple like tips to the hat, you know, at the beginning of the diner where they were celebrating that the the um, the soldiers killed him off and they're making the burgers oh, in the God. shape of the hockey mask. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there were a couple like the, little like hey the finger, the finger fries and yeah, yeah, it, was, right. yeah. It, it was you know it was interesting. It, it, it was tongue in cheek and fun. But yeah. good, good kills in this movie. Like you Great said there's kills. high high body count. Mm-hmm. I, I noted down yeah Deputy Josh who was you know the one he got he was the first one to get possessed yeah. I think. Yeah he did I think you mentioned that he was possessed after the coroner yeah. Yeah and then and then he was he melted. Oh that was outstanding. Yeah, that was he cool. melted yeah. You know, I guess the I guess the trip was if you were possessed and the slug left your body, you more or less just melted. Yeah. Your body would just just blow up. I don't yeah. know what we've seen the one hidden more, at one this more point. reason we've not seen to be Night possessed. of the yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've seen so many of these movies where the people are possessed by an alien or a demon of sorts yeah. and then it escapes their body and then their body just kind of withers away. So, yeah. you know, kind of adhere hmm. to well, that. Hell, mythology. you can go to that with Buck with uh Flash Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. absolutely. 100%. Oh man, yeah, that the uh, gold face. What the hell is his name? Yep, he, he liquefied. Again. He liquefied because they threw him on the spikes. Yep, and he liquefied. That was so creepy to watch. It that. was great. It I was hard it. to watch that. Good flick. So yeah, I also noted Joey, the diner, the owner of the diner. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. um, her mm-hmm. kill was wicked too. Like because that was like her boyfriend. Now it, it got confusing. She had a <laughs> right. mouth on her, huh? She just drilled her, he elbowed her in the face and just drilled her face in. Yeah. And I thought that was just that image, that shot they did looked really good. Yeah, because she looked, she ended up looking like the uh, like the logo for the Warhead Sour Candy. Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of like sunk it in or whatever. That's that was true. really good. That's true. Oh, that is disturbing and awesome. <laughs> and then she puts uh, her little uh, boyfriend in the deep fryer after that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that, no, that was, great. he was putting her in the... He was in the deep fryer. Oh, she was she came to back him. to try to save him, and that's yeah. when he just drilled her in the face with his elbow and took her out. Man, Definitely. I was like, "Whoa, dude, holy crap!" Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Everybody got wasted in that movie. Oh, everybody. Everybody. No, barely anyone walked away. It was terrible, dude. It was yeah. crazy. Who, I've got the waitress here who shoots him with oh, a yeah. shotgun, impales him with the rod, but then she he says, impales her with the same rod and then crushes her head. And then yeah. he said, "Yeah, she says go to hell." Mm. Yeah, that's go to one. hell. And then yeah, he just totally and it, she had blood running out of her mouth and shit. It was just, it was just it was gory. It was, it, was, it was great. Yeah. So yeah, great. Fl- I mean, it, and I think I'm with you on that, Jeff. Like you know, I don't know. This was really out there from the supernatural standpoint. I think it got it went too far in the weeds with the supernatural stuff for me. Like I said, New Line was really into going into mythology and creating new mythology for all the characters in their yeah. arsenal. Yeah, for, yeah. I for think the uh, 90s. most. I think most fans consider this one to be a a piece of shit. But um, I have a lot. It of It is a with piece it. of shit. It's a fun yeah. movie. It's still a fun movie. But it's right, exciting. Exactly. There's there's shit going. That that movie's action packed from beginning to end. It is. It I, mean, I feel really the stop. same way no about joke. the next one. And they also set up. This ten-year-long wait for Freddy versus Jason, which is, you know, obviously we've got one in between there, but uh, yeah, the forget glove, about right? how the glove shows yeah, up. Yeah, so the ending, it after does. The they, ending. You know, they kill him. He they stab him with the stab him with this uh, mystical dagger, and yeah, then it the opens dagger. up the eye of hell or whatever, and the demon hands come and they take him down. Yeah, and then towards the end, the Freddy glove because now they're owned by the, the only same thing that survived studio. that was the mask. Right, no. and that's where the Freddy glove pops out of the ground and grabs the mask. Exactly, and you're right. That was, and I, I noted that down here too. Uh, you know, that was, you know, it's a great. That was a really good. And ending, we were I waiting. I was desperate mm-hmm. for Freddy versus Jason after this came. A out. lot of people were, yeah. Oh, and that wait was long. Oh, was long. it really long? But there was in between that though. There was Jason X, which 
I am in the weird camp that I love this movie. Yeah. I love it. I, I like, like sci-fi. I'm I mean, a huge sci-fi. sci-fi fan. We all are. I love B sci-fi. Right. And I love B Jason movies. So it's like it's it's kind of like a smorgasbord of terribleness. <laughs> Boy, they threw this thing together for no money at all. None. Wow. This thing looks really rough around the edges. Oh yeah. I remember when I was, you know, young, I don't know, late teens, early twenties, whatever, forget how old I was when it came out. Um, but it was during a time where people would be on eBay commonly. And I saw a huge set piece go for sale from this movie on eBay and they wanted like ten thousand dollars and it was for like, you know, a ten by ten like room set piece of oh, it. Jesus. I just remember thinking like, geez. That's not, cool that, that's, not, that's not bad price-wise either. I was going to say, that'd be kind of cool to have bucks. something like that, yeah. man. That'd be, that'd, be, that'd be a neat, if you have the room for it, obviously. Uh, did anybody notice who gets killed first in Jason X? No. David, not David Cronenberg. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he he does get that, killed. That, yes. Yeah. yes he's, You're right, he does. He's the doctor. I forgot I that because he initially Cronenberg runs doctor, away. He initially runs away, but he does get it eventually. That is, that is Cronenberg. Yeah. yeah. I noted that. I put that in my notes here that he makes an appearance in this movie. Um. So... Yeah, this movie is rough around the edges. The the special effects, especially like the space scene, you know, uh, the, the ships. Oh man, my my well, <laughs> fucking hard to look at. But if you look at most of the movies from that time, any time that they were like, we don't have a budget, so we're gonna make up for it with CG, it all looked terrible. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. I'm really all confused here, yeah. but and maybe you know, you guys are way more better at this than I. You you know more about this than I do. How the hell do we get here though? Okay, to, to space. We, yeah, we go from 1993 to 2001. Yeah. Okay, I know. And I know this. That's not accurate in years. Well, it's the year 2455. Yeah, or something it goes like yeah, that. it's way far in the future. Yeah, I know really it's like way almost, far in the future. Yeah. Um, I know the purpose was to more or less, you know, cryogenically freeze him. Mm-hmm. He's too dangerous, right? But I mean, really? Yeah, they went a little demolition man on him. It's kind of. Funny. How, but how do we get here, though? <laughs> I mean, is there somewhere something in the story that I missed here? No, I mean, I mean this honestly. I don't know no. how we ended up here, or is it just fuck it, no continuity? Let's just go here with this thing and see what happens. Yeah, I think. I think. Okay. I right. think it was we are going to lose the rights. We need to make something now. What script do we have on hand that we can plug Jason into? Yeah. Okay. I mean, really how did what it uh, seems like. Leprechaun Ford materialize? How did Hellraiser Bloodline materialize? All these movies that are. Uh, space. They're space. in space, and they're the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh entry. You know, it's just desperation. They and all ended up in space. Much money out of it mm-hmm. um, because it's the final frontier. But yeah. does this movie own the best sure. kill in the franchise? Which one? Well, okay. Which one were you thinking? When the young girl gets her head dunked in the thank you nitrogen, nitrogen and smashes her head on the counter. That is one of my. I haven't. I, I, I literally series. wrote that as my only kill. I really, really liked in this movie. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. Cool. I love that one. Yeah, Frankly, the rest of them are just pretty. You know, well, you get the screw the the, the auger scene. That was pretty brutal. That was good. Um, I love the. I personally, I love the VR scene. That one yeah. Oh, yeah. always make me laugh. That was cool. It was, it was fun. funny yeah. and dumb. It's fun. I, it was. I, well, it's a different thing. It's just a different. You're, again, you're juxtapos- juxtaposing him into something totally new. He's in there killing stuff, and they're not. They're not dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What the fuck's going on here? You know. Why is this not working? So yeah, um, 
It wasn't talk- too terrible too when they did the Uber Jason thing when you know they had yeah, the regenerative one, uh, system. Once he was Cyber jo- Jason, yep. yeah, yeah. So I thought Cyber Jason was kind of cool in two thousand one. They, Uber J- they Uber call him Jason. Uber Jason. That's yeah. the name for him. Is Uber Jason? Is it? Yeah. yeah. But you know, I'm gonna go back to the Adrian scene, the face smack. Yeah, that is fucked. Yeah, that was good. It looked the really struggle. Good. Now that was pretty. The struggle for that, like you know, he's trying to jam her in that in that in that sink. And she's fighting hard. She knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that looked really good. Yeah, when they put really her face good. underwater, that looked mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked really good in the in the cryogenic lab when he stabs her through the through the pod. And I like the way that you know freezing things are tough mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, and you watch oh, that was Rowan. That was a character. Mm-hmm. You watch her just kind of freeze. Yeah. And, yeah. And, that, and that you know to me that's you know in in horror. That's a one, that's a really tough one to watch for me. Like when you watch someone freeze solid, yeah. Um, not to go too far in the weeds, but like the day after tomorrow, for example, the superstorm. You know, yeah. oh, there was a lot of shit like that. Yeah, uh, and that shit was hard to watch. So it's brutal when you see yeah, that her head go underwater, or whatever that it was. What it was, was high? It was liquid, liquid thank nitrogen. you. Mm-hmm. And watch her face. Just you watch her screaming and wait. And she just goes silent, obviously, because she's yep. frozen. Yeah, and then you, you know, it just. No regards. <laughs> well, you see, yeah, I was gonna say you Fuck. see that brute strength right there too, where he just mashes her whole face as if he really had to, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like glass, but yeah. yeah, but that was probably to me. Yeah, that was the most creative kill in the whole movie. Go ahead, Dom. Sorry, man. No, that's just the I made me think about like any space movie where there's a freezing scene and like anything where somebody sucked out of an airlock or somebody's in oh, it's, yeah. they're freezing it's inaccurate but it's of course like but it's wonderful you know it's yeah, exactly what we want to see yeah yeah it's just hard to watch they mm-hmm. kind of cashed in on that sort of uh corporate greed that like paul riser's character represented in the alien movies oh, yeah or aliens particularly oh yeah that one guy was like well we don't want to kill him because like maybe we Man, could, like, do you know what, you know what we something. could do with him right exactly. well, that's the idea his regenerative qualities his regenerative properties with this could you know do what this could for, do for the military, yeah, for the military. Right. you hear that right in the beginning of the movie and it always ends bad we've seen that in alien over and over again yeah. every every time something you, you would think that people would be like you know fuck every time we try to get this thing we lose the whole installation maybe we should just you know like, nuke them yeah, nuke them or like just, <laughs> we can't we can't harness this power let's just get over this thing and move on to something else right. and i think jason yeah that you're right it did cash in on that idea of uh now we're at this installation and now we see jason in another element he's mm-hmm. juxtaposed somewhere else now and he has no idea about this I don't think he he don't understand where he's at. That's what I always want to know. One, it doesn't this doesn't one, matter. This one seemed the most intelligent too. Mm-hmm. Like his kills were act, like he's learning through the course of it and like getting like under starting to understand technology. Yeah. It was interesting to watch that it's like Jason isn't a moron in this one. I think that happens more and more. We were talking about the humanity yeah. thing yeah. and the learning, and it as it goes on, he seems to be learning because he's in a bunch of fucking crazy situations. Yeah. yeah. So he's got to learn something. Well, they tried to trick him with that holographic scene with the campers. Yeah. And, you mm-hmm. know, he ends oh up my killing God. two girls. That's hysterical. Is, yeah, that was totally back to the Back to the sleeping bags. Yeah. You kind of yeah. have to do that. I mean, they had to have had that scene in there for that movie to be even halfway effective. Yeah. Um, but he figured it out really quickly. Like, yeah. He, he, he was like, wait a second, this isn't real, and then this, walks right through this the scene. This isn't right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we did talk about it previously, uh, Uber Jason. How that was set up to me was hysterical. Uh, you know, Obviously, he gets his ass handed to him by Kim KM, that, the yeah. android. Yeah. Um, uh, 
which I love that. Like her guns, like she's blowing holes in him the size of friggin' basketballs. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. dismantling him with every shot. That's yeah. great. And you see him, like, you know, what I loved about that is you don't, well, obviously, Jason don't talk. He don't say anything. You know, have we, I thought I heard maybe, we've heard grunts maybe in previous. That it doesn't happen until a certain point in the series or something. I think we talked about it last time. It's the mm-hmm. first time you hear anything audible from him. Yeah. Okay. Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. Really? Was the first person that Who, who's that speaking? Kane Hodder was the first person that put any vocals behind Jason. No shit. There you go. documentary on him that just came out and he talks about that. Oh, it's Chris from the Ether. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ghost Chris. Ghost Chris. Thank you, Ghost Chris. <laughs> Thank you, Ghost Chris. Thank Chris you. X. Chris, the friendly ghost. <laughs> um, but no, so I mean, my point with that was, you know, he's getting blown apart. And, like, you know, she blows yeah. his leg off, and he just kind of looks down like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, where'd like, that go? Yeah, where'd that go? And, you know, and then, you know, he's just laying there, and she blows. I mean, his whole rib cage is gone. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's just, it's completely removed. Well, they blow the whole side of his head off, too. Yeah, so his the... head's gone. Yeah. yeah. I loved that, that then they decide that that table is the perfect place to store his body. Yeah. Like, really? Wait, they... you fucking just leave him there? <laughs> right. Like, they show us clearly what that table's designed for. Yeah. yeah. And then they're like, well, "That's a great place. Just leave him there." Who I mean, cares? it's okay. I know, I know he's dangerous, but it's like, okay, the guy don't have a head, half his body's gone. Why don't we just take and like shoot him out the airlock now? Yeah, that would be the move. That would have been the mostly. That's what they need an alien. Do. Let's get him. Let's fuck, get this fucker out of the airlock. Can, we can, can't kill can it. Can we also discuss that KM the sex robot? Yeah, yeah, ends <laughs> up being the badass of the movie. Yeah, that guy was totally obsessed with her, huh? Oh, that was scene where that he's like was... playing with her nipples and stuff like that. <laughs> they like fall off like marbles. It's like, yep, mm, okay. That was off-putting. But Uber Jason shows up, which does I have to say that is a highlight. He looks, he looked badass. That was a cool look. He just like, he looked especially ripped. for two thousand one. I'm like, I was like, yeah, that... say it looks very two thousand one. It yeah. does. It's very extreme. Dated. <laughs> yeah, but he looked he looked pissed. Like they showed that they did a lot of shots on the eyes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like that. You yeah, saw those, his like, eyes, red eyes, or whatever. the red eyes, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously there was just nothing that could stop his ass. Yeah. It was yeah. amazing, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so those are my, I mean, that's just kind of where I was at. Another mediocre ending. Another one. one. Yeah. 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 And then it literally, it was the end for a while. That's Until. It. I mean, that's it. And then they finally put the pieces together for Freddy versus Jason. Now, how yep. many years after that was that? 10 years. Well, well after, you mean after, after, after it, no, it was two, no, yeah, it was two years. Yeah. Because yeah. 2001 was uh, Jason X. And then 03 for Freddy versus Freddy Jason. Freddy versus Jason. Yep. Yeah. I've often yeah. talked about this movie on this on this show, because um, this is just a classic for me. See, by this point now, it's two thousand three. We're so well into this franchise and franchises like it. As we've said previously here tonight, we know exactly what the fuck to expect from this, right? So when Freddy versus Jason came out, me and my buddy said we're gonna go see this in the theater. We're gonna br- we're all gonna bring a pint of something in our jackets. We're gonna get smashed. And we're going to laugh our asses off of this movie. And everybody that night, it was such a wonderful viewing experience for a movie of this caliber because everybody in that theater was in the exact same mindset. Right. We all came in there already buzzed up and we got hammered doing the, during the movie. And there was like no bullshit. It was a party. Oh yeah! Like we were just yelling at the thing, yelling at the screen. Popcorn's flying, candy boxes oh, are yeah. flying. All hell's breaking loose. Everybody's getting shit faced, and we're loving it, dude. 
Oh, we're loving every second of this um, because there was just no pretense here. We knew what we were getting into. Now, but now it's Freddy versus Jason. This is like stereo insanity. What a fucking misnomer. <laughs> I mean, the movie is Friday the Thirteenth Part Eleven with Freddy tacked on at the end. Okay, and a couple of scenes. I mean, let's be honest. It was fun. I've always was. considered this to be a nightmare movie, uh, but I actually, really, I actually watched it this evening uh, because it was one that I've just kind of erased from my memory. <laughs> uh, for, you know, because it has a lot of nightmare scenes, and they really mm-hmm. uh, sort of attack the mentation of Jason, and you know, like he's afraid of water, you know, because he drowned as a boy or whatever. A um, lot of nightmarish scenes. Freddy only kills one person in the whole movie, which yeah. is uh, kind of ironic. But yeah, Freddy, Freddy is kind of a non-entity in most of the movie. It's I think really... Freddy was more the villain in this movie. Yeah. I always, I, honestly, oh, yeah. he was honestly, I was, ro- I was rooting for Jason. If I remember mm. correctly, I think the majority of the we all were, we were all Team Jason. Jason. Yeah, we were Team Jason. Yeah, um, definitely. And I think, but why? Why? Because he was the most human an of the two. Question. Yeah, he's okay. the most innocent of the two. Because him, he's the one out of the two that you can relate to. Where Freddy Krueger was a fucking full blown. He was a full blown creep. I say he's, he's trapped full, in hell. Freddy full on impersonates Jason's mom to trick him into going on this quest to make people remember Freddy. Yeah, you know, I yeah. mean. That's why I love Freddy, though. I'm like, oh, oh, I mean, he's I diabolical. Go, yeah, diabolical as hell. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. From from movie one, man. Like, oh, and yeah. then they start getting all silly where he's doing his silly. I actually Freddy love lines, this. But, I love the the silliness. Oh, I love man. it. Yeah, but anyway, like but yeah, it was, I think we. Yeah, you're right. A lot of us were Team Jason. We I, were all. We were all. I, I. He was. He was to me. He was the innocent of. And it goes right. That's why I asked that question because it goes back to what we talked about a few mm-hmm. minutes ago, where. There is that humanity still in mm-hmm. Jason. Freddie, no. Freddie's a fucking asshole. <laughs> He's just an yeah. asshole. Um, but there still is that little boy in Jason, I think. And, and I don't really know what he's doing anymore. Um, he's just this killing machine. I'm yeah, that's that's machine. fascinating, actually, now that you mention that, that, that Jason has this, you know, he's a little boy, and Freddy Krueger is a child pedophile. murderer. So fuck, yeah. yeah, he's, he's definitely he's a straight a up creep. Pe- pedophile. He's a full-blown creep. I mean, they don't really come out right and say it, but that, that's and, the until only the re- thing they didn't Until say. the remake. Oh, yeah, that's right. The remake, they full on said, "Yeah, he raped kids." That's yeah. and that I, that's something you guys had talked about on on the Freddy show. For that was the first show I ever heard from you guys actually. And oh, really? Going, yeah, for sure. Going on about the 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 remake really pounds at home about the. There was no there's no subtlety about the child None. rape, but yeah, you know, yeah. But I think this movie was a riot. It oh, was fun, you know. It's um, a blast. I kind of put the it rave in, scene alone. Oh yeah, it's worth the price of admission. He gets all the kills. <laughs> in oh yeah, that scene for sure. And they're all good. Yeah, but uh, I I can't remember. It's I don't think it's the same director. Uh, is it Ronnie Yu that did this one? Um, but uh, did he do Bride of Chucky as well? He yep. did. So. I definitely put these movies together because they're the just... ghost of Chris. Yeah, we're, gave us we're the channeling the ghost of Chris for all these answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the fact that they don't take themselves seriously, uh, and they they're don't, just man. a whole heck of a lot of fun. They and don't. Nice. That's and that's what made it. Like I said, that that's one of my most memorable movie viewing experiences was this movie because. We just had a riot with this film. Yeah, we probably weren't. We were breaking some rules, obviously, but we had a lot of fun with it. Just watching this movie, and it, again, I just I'm, and that'll never leave me. Just going to the theater, 
getting smashed on a pint of SoCo, you know, or at least getting a pretty heavy buzz going, uh, and laughing my ass off at this movie, you know, because it was, yeah, you're, you know, and, that, and this, it's so ironic, you know, and this just shows you the darkness and this humor we're talking about. You know, we're watching people just getting greased. We're watching people, we're watching two iconic horror characters just fucking each other up at every turn, right? Oh, and yeah. we're dying. We're cracking up. We think it's the most <laughs> hilarious shit ever. Um, so that, I mean, to me, I, I think it's more of a fondness I have for this film just based on just the memories I have with I associate with it. But, you know, not without its flaws, though, too, of course. Oh, mm-hmm. um, what what I always kind of lament is it would have been amazing to see them take it seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know. To, That's the to, thing, right? What if it was actually, like, I don't know about redone today, but, like, in the moment, like, what if it were all the, hands the, on deck written yeah. to where it should be? That would be insane. We and, talked about that a little bit on the way over here, and we were just like, man, 10 years. Ten years. Ten years of just fucking up that whole story, and that's yeah. what they ended up with. And I think that that one came completely out of left field. I don't know that that um, that that story was something that was written in the '90s per se. No, but that question was is could could have a really fascinating answer. It could have. I yeah, mean, New Line really dropped the ball. I mean, yeah. if they would have been smart, it would have come out in '95. Yeah. At the peak of both. Or 97 when New Nightmare came out, or, you know what I mean, or 98 after that came out. Well, I would have done it before New Nightmare, personally. But okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because New Nightmare was really a good capstone. Well, they really kind of jumped outside of the box with that one, too, where the it kind of the, the script came alive and everything, mm-hmm. and that was kind of interesting. That was, yeah, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. That that was an interesting story. That's one of my favorite, favorite it was, it was cool. It was good. Yeah. So, all right. The end. Well, I shouldn't say the end, but we have the 2009... The conclusion? The remake. The remake. Oh, I thought we were talking about the conclusion of the... Of well, this will be kind Freddy of Freddie versus Jason. We should. No, 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 no. Yeah, we no. should. What's that? We should talk about it after after that, like with, with the, what the franchise could hold for the future. But oh, yeah, let's do that. The remake was definitely fun. Uh, yeah, it was a solid movie. It yeah. wasn't... I never saw it. It wasn't... It's the one I haven't seen. Really? Uh, I love it. I love everything about it. it. I know. I love everything about it. Yeah. It was well shot. The the animus to Jason was there, and he became even more sympathetic and interesting. Yep. Um, Everything about it was better than all of the other versions of it, to me. (laughs) That was my theater moment, Mm -hmm. uh, because I remember it. We were really excited about it. Everything went in, did the whole thing, going in, getting hammered. And that opening scene that you figure out is the opening scene. Mm-hmm. And we were just, everybody went silent. And then it was like, holy shit. And everybody went crazy, yeah. you know. And the, then the whole, then the actual movie starts. And then it starts. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like two movies, like a short film. It really plus was. Plus a feature film. And it was. Not to blow it, Scott, but I mean. It's all know. right. No, no I'm, you'll I'm, I'm going to see it eventually. One That's of these cool. days you got to see it because it is actually really I tried getting solid. To, getting to it this weekend and now yeah, that just didn't work out. It's well yeah. done. It's, it is the kid, yeah. the like all the the kills are great. Yep, everything. Mm-hmm. The the like I said, I mean, the, it it really took what they did in the eighties and turned it into if they weren't tongue in cheek. Yeah, it didn't if, feel if they took it seriously. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why I really like the new the new Jason versus the new Freddy. Mm-hmm. I would be down for that for that for that movie. That would well for the future. Insane. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Could be interesting. I didn't quite 
get down with the idea that he was holding like like he was a captor, right? Like he mm-hmm. he had a prisoner like mm-hmm. throughout the whole movie. That didn't really do a heck of a lot for me because he's never really had that sort of sympathetic that side. That animus. Yeah. Um yeah. but it's not to say that that really bummed me out too much. Um one fascinating thing that I have never heard anybody else say about this one and I'm probably going to butcher the details, but I'm going to try here. So the character who is the blonde sort of douchey male the character's name was Trent. 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 Yes. Yeah. The first the Transformers movie. Megan Fox's boyfriend is Trent. Is Trent. Oh no shit. Played by the same actor. The exact same actor. Now, but his now name makes, is Trent. <laughs> I was say, is the actor's name Trent? Because well, it might as well be at this point. Yeah. But I, mean, I just thought that was funny that I noticed. I was like, oh, that's the guy from. And then I looked. I IMDb'd it, of course. Travis Van Winkle is the name of the character. Van Winkle. Travis Van Winkle. I wonder starts if with he, T. I wonder if he's related Close. to Rob. Yeah, and so he his character's <laughs> name was Trent in both Transformers and in the Friday the. 13th and he was a douche in both. He's so a, it's totally I, I have spectacular. I have Jock Dick written down. <laughs> Jock, Jock Dick. Dick. Dude, that's <laughs> sexy. I gotta say, I don't want to be too like insensitive, but yeah. like that sex scene where he's talking about how perfect her nipple placement is, <laughs> and your tits are stupendous. It's like oh. I was so like t- turning beet red, just embarrassed in the theater. Even oh, yeah. hearing him, I could only imagine what it would be like to shoot those scenes. Oh, oh so yeah. funny! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh man! But that, few... that brings me back to, to yeah. the interview that Scott and I did, where that that was oh, when I kept on wanting to ask her was like, was what? it odd being nude in film? Linnea Quigley. Yeah, yeah. We we talked to her on the other show. Yeah, nice. and we did ask her that. Yeah, we were like, you know. Did a lot of nude scenes, and you know, was it was it awkward? And she didn't really have a problem with it. She She's like, like, "No, that was fun. That was fun." Did you ask her what it was like to put a tube of lipstick in her breast? No, no. Night of the Demons. Remember that no. one? No, yeah. Yeah, that's unbelievable. Nice girl. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't go that deep that into detail <laughs> with her career. Well, it's you know, I, how far do you go? You know, I mean, there's there's like you know the you know you want to be a journalist to a certain degree. Sure. Um, and then you know, but you, and you got to be careful not turn, you know, fall into the whole fanboy hole or fangirl hole. And I mean, there were some questions we did ask her, not to go too far in the weeds with this, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I even said, I'm like, you know, I, I think I asked her before we even before we even turned the tape on. I'm like, you know, work how far? Where can we go with this? I mean, because I don't want to be make you uncomfortable. If there's something uh, I don't uh, want to go somewhere to make you uncomfortable. She's like, no, no, no make, make me uncomfortable. Make if me you uncomfortable, can make me do whatever you want. That'd be great. Yeah, you know, because yeah, it's. That's she, awesome because yeah. it seems like all of that embodies like a lot of the characters that she played. That you know she was she's cool as shit. Yeah. No inhibitions, really cool. Um, but fun. yeah, back to yeah. the remake. Yeah. Uh, so a uh, out of work R and B singer, Willa Ford. Yep. She played a character in that one. That was a yep. pretty good kill. She was like hiding under the dock and he like stabbed her. That's my favorite kill. It's a pretty good kill. Yep. That was a good one. And lifts her up and mm-hmm. just like yeah. 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 It's almost but, like Marlon. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> Look what I got. <laughs> How did he get his mask in the remake? I forget. I know he, it was in the shed or he whatever. He finds it, in, and I probably wrote exactly the situation down. But it starts out that, like, you know, nothing. He... he uh, it's in here somewhere. About Does he start how, off like, with the sack? I can't remember. Yeah. Starts off with the sack. Yeah, that's yeah. the whole deal. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. If something in twelve minutes, he's in, in no hockey mask, and then like the sleeping bag fire, which is that. That was where we were talking about the callback to that that sleeping bag murder in the first part of the the movie is really awesome, and he sets it in the tree at, over a fire. Oh yeah, and oh, so yeah, she intense. fucking burns in the bag. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, uh, it's at. Oh, it's uh, great. 
40, great. 43 minutes in, he finds the mask after killing the hillbilly dude jerking off in the uh, the yep. like, guy's got all yeah, the weed. Finds it in the gardening here? shed or something. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's a great movie. It, you, you'll you'll love it. Oh yeah, I forgot you, will. you haven't seen it. You got to see it. Well, yeah, it's a good one. So where does Hillbilly's the franchise off? go? All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a good question. Well, yeah, that and that is a good question. I mean, with, with the Freddy versus Jason thing we were talking about, um, I mean, I don't know if that would be the next, if, if that would be the smartest way for them to go and be the most interesting thing for me. It seems like these, you know, those two now. I mean, obviously, as a result of Freddy versus Jason, they do have this marriage. We 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 get a mention early earlier in the franchise and we get a whole damn movie with these guys mm-hmm. so it seems like you know where we had you know we have you know obviously alien versus predator something similar to that you cross genres like that which had had its pluses and had a lot of minuses mostly <laughs> minuses yeah mm-hmm. and i think freddie versus jason you know i think cinematically or critically yeah it probably had a lot of minuses too but i think it's interesting to take characters like that and just mix them i mean to bring them in there i know a lot of people it pisses a lot of people off I mean, for a while there, they were talking that we were going to get, what was it, Ash versus Freddy versus Jason? That was a thing for a while. Come on. That ended up just being a comic book, I think. It did end up being a comic book. But I think the bottom line is there's 12 of them if you include the remake, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you don't fucking stop at the 12th Friday the 13th. You have to make a No, you need a fucking 13. I know at one point... Quentin Tarantino was talking about potentially doing a film. Um, Glad I think, that didn't I can't, happen. I can't remember how that ended Can up going away. you imagine Hipster Jason? Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if you teamed him up with Eli Roth, there's your gore element, though. Yeah. Eli Roth. Fuck, fuck that dude's, Quentin Tarantino. Just do Eli Roth. He would probably be a better be. I mean, on his own. Uh, Eli Roth is, some. you know, I mean, all the hostile films, as bad as I think they are, I mean, as far as the gore element, oh, the gore, dude, yeah, it's just crazy, man. Um, So, yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting idea to see him involved with that. Or, I mean, why not Quentin Tarantino? Uh, because, because you don't want to see a Jason scooping down the streets of New York. All you right. know what I mean? All right. I fucking, don't want with a white Jason, suit. A, yeah, a suit, black yeah. suit on a white yeah. shirt <laughs> and a handgun. On I don't want. I don't <laughs> want Jason takes Manhattan too. All right. Right. Or right. Jason takes Reservoir Dogs. Right. Yeah. Oh, or Old West Jason. Oh, right. Be rough. Oh, fuck. Oh, dude. Western. We got to do that. <laughs> what about a Mar- Spaghetti Martial Western Martial Jason? <laughs> oh, God. Only if we can actually get Clint Eastwood to play the old guy. Let's that write runs it in. Let's write it in right now. It's got to happen. Somehow he gets teleported back in time. <laughs> it can happen. We don't even need to do that. He just ends up there. I, Jason X, he just fucking ended up in space somehow. Right. Why can't he just end up in the old west for? <laughs> just write it. Just Might write it. How it happens. And then, write then, then, then after that, what are we gonna do? Civil War, Jason? <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I forget what they're at, where they're at with it right now. But I know there's something with Platinum Dunes mm-hmm. and a couple people that really want to be involved with it. But the studios and the people that own the rights are just not playing ball, and they don't believe that they can get a return on it. Is probably I don't know why. I don't on. know why they would think that. Like you, if you if you do Master Mark Friday the Thirteenth Part Thirteen, yeah, and call it Friday the Thirteenth Part Thirteen, yeah. yeah, and you slap a hockey mask on the poster, boom, it's you're done. done. You're, you're right. Done. You're, you're you're printing money. That's yeah. it. Yeah, you're because money. every fanboy on earth, if you go back to either the tried and true camp or the tried and true attempting to be serious, right. It'll be. It'll do well. We should summon the ghost of Chris here to see what he thinks. Ghost of Chris, what do you think? I think total reboot. 
Total reboot. I agree with yeah. that. The yeah. Oracle has total, spoken. Total recall. Yeah. yeah. Total reboot would be fine. What? Really? They already did a total reboot. Yeah. Do it again? Do it again. How many movies have they done total reboots twice of? Too many. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quite a few. Um, I think that's a good idea. You know, yeah, uh, I remember early on before the 09 version came out, they had talked about compressing the first four movies into into like 90 minutes or whatever. And I remember like being really into that idea. And That'd I don't be interesting. I don't feel like they delivered on that with the remake, although I did enjoy the remake. They definitely did not deliver the first four movies and they really could have. But maybe that's what, you know, with the two separate movie vibe of the remake, maybe that's kind of what they meant by that. But mm-hmm. yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm still down with the, with the fucking old Western, man. That's got me excited. Now. <laughs> I'd be wanna, I'd be open to that. I'd be I'm all about it, man. That, if it's the Western one, it's got to be Tarantino. I think I, came, I, think I yeah. came up yeah, with the totally. best one, the best concept. What? Jason versus the 300. Oh my god, that there would go. be interesting. Jason be... on the Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason the Titanic sunk. It greased the freaking crew, <laughs> and the fucking boat just hit the iceberg, and it went down. And what's his name? Where I can fly, I can fly. <laughs> no, you can't. Oh, I, I mean, would watch it just if Leonardo DiCaprio would do that cap that cameo. He just gets his head cut off on the on the Dead on the, front of the boat. Front of the Fucking boat. awesome, dude. We're there. The, Could Billy Ro- Zane Rose, play the douche character though? That yeah. would be amazing. We get Rose and Jack floating on a raft, and Jason comes. Just, yeah, is that hand? Jason comes up and pulls him in, and he's just yeah. And then somehow he gets hooked in. He's back on the bottom of the ocean again, or <laughs> by, well, the ocean that time, not the lake. Bottom of, now he's at the bottom of the ocean with the titanic and then they come in to do a ne- next next part they come in to do an excavation and guess up. who they fucking find yep dude <laughs> we're in we're in amazing that's it we're done yeah <laughs> yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pass on all of your ideas you're, you're out of your fucking mind you're crazy dude we're gonna be rich we're gonna be rich trevor come on all right all direct <laughs> okay, for, well, we made for it. What it's worth, yeah. last time and this didn't come up for some reason. I wrote it down at the bottom of the list. I remember talking to Jeff about it afterward. Um, this is going to be a nerd story, which turns cool later. But I was a band kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I went to. I, I was a band kid too. So that's that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I ended up going to school. I have a degree in music, but before yeah. that, to get a scholarship for music school, I went to a place called the Blue Lake Fine Arts Camp. Okay. Um, it's over in Twin Lakes. It turns out the fucking camp is on Crystal Lake. <gasps> that's amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. And you mm-hmm. made it out alive. Made it out. <laughs> oh man, I, soul survivor! I, I am the guy in the that, would buy, that would buy that camp, and just, just in the water, I would have statues of Jason like every 150 feet underwater. <laughs> Did you hear about this thing in Atlanta? I have. The city apparently is like throwing a fit, and they have to like take it out now. Oh but really? Somebody made a statue like a la Part Six, okay. where he's just. Where he's to the chained. rock and he's chained around the neck. Yeah, yeah. And they put it at the bottom of this lake in the oh. middle of Georgia. And it was discovered. And now I guess it's like freaking people out. So the city's <laughs> going to make them take it out. Why would it freak people? I mean, if you know what it, the hell it is, I mean, just go there. That'd be cool to check out. I think it's great. Yeah, I'd love to just go look at that. Yeah. Oh, man. Come I don't on. I feel dude. like enough people know how to swim in 2018. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Well, how many people actually do go to the water swim? I was in Lake Superior. So, last so do week. I. Yeah, I mean, dope. yeah, I like, I love swimming. It's great. Then why uh, did you ask it? Like people are weird. I'm not, like, I how many people well, actually? Okay, do my that? inflection was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Uh, fuck, man. Oh, my God. Mr. Judgmental over here. I think we nailed it, guys. I think we, we did. We got, got it. through it. We got yeah. through it, man. It took two shows when we got there. Yeah. You know, but I think just to, just to cap it, I you know, we, we obviously there was a lot of opinions on these movies and both mm -hmm. these shows, but I'm going to stick to my opinion at least. Like, you know, whatever you think about any of these movies in this franchise, they all were exciting. They, they were all fun. were fun. They were that's all a riot, fun. man. Yeah. And, that, and that's what made these movies so special and hopefully we see more in this franchise too and i know for a fact going into those it'll be the it'll it'll be fun it'll be exciting yeah um, i'd like to see something new come out of you know inspiration from something like friday the 13th i know people have tried with like the victor crowley thing what are those movies yeah. called hatchet or something yeah like that. yeah it's just not it's just they, not they, really there i don't know if the timing was right kane hotter was in hatchet also i yep, think he too. was yeah, yeah. He is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but you know, it'd be nice to see something like that sort of sprout up again. You know? Yeah, have a, have a renaissance of films like that. It, it'd be really interesting to see that. But all right, I think we got it, guys. Outstanding. I think we do. All right, Jeff Dom, thanks for coming out here. Thank tonight. you for having hey, us. Hey guys, yeah, it was great. Right. Thanks, you. thanks for the mead. This was fantastic. Really oh, good. Sellermans, uh, Hazel Park, Michigan. Um, if you haven't been there, you really have an issue. Get your ass something wrong with you. Down there. Get down there and hang out for sure. All right, I think that's we're. <laughs> What'd you say? Ghost get of Asta Salomon. The Ghost of Chris is talking now. <laughs> it is, and he's trying to impersonate. Let's try Arnie. to let's try to invoke the Ghost of Chris one more time. Uh, Chris, say good night. Good night. All right, it's time to movie on. Bye. Visit us at www.themoviesleuth.com and find the Movie Sleuth on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and iTunes. <laughs>